grace is the character of God. You know, this word grace means um, undeserved gift, uh, undeserved favor. So grace is the character of God. But unfortunately, we don't actually experience that grace in the world we live in. Where the world we live in, it is uh, much more actually a conditional and a transactional sort of um, environment we live in. You know, we love those who love us. We are quite nice to those who are nice to us. And we are rewarded for our goodness and some ways punished for our failures. In some sense, from the time when we are young, we are actually reinforced by this reward and punishment in some ways. I'm not saying in a, In some ways, we are uh, sort of growing in this environment where our world is much different from God's realm. And uh, in some ways, we actually project our own experience of this conditional experience to God. Uh, in a sense, uh, you know, that since we kind of expect God like, uh, you know, a human being like us who loves us when we do good, um, in, when we, uh, when we you know, be good to him uh, and that uh, he doesn't so much like us or favor us when we are not so good. And somehow actually we actually project our own experience to God where God is completely different from our realm, our experience. God lives in this realm of transformation where grace is his character. You know, um, in the Gospels, uh, we come across sometimes these Pharisees and uh, scribes come and complain against Jesus, saying, how come, uh, you know, Jesus, you're a holy prophet, and how come you deal with the, not dine with the sinners and tax collectors? Behind those words, you come to get a, a better picture of what they think of God, in the way he deals with the sinners and tax collectors. You know, God does not favor them, that he wouldn't relate with them, that you can hear something of that uh, in those words. And we, for ourselves, we know that um, in our intellect we know God is not like us as human beings who deals with us the way we deal with people. We know that in our intellect, but it becomes actually a greater experience when actually it becomes, takes flesh in our heart, when it becomes our experience. This is one of the key and fundamental uh, thing that which actually brings transformation, that, uh, you know, God loves us that he shows his mercy and kindness because that is who he is. That is he who is. It doesn't depend on our merits, our failures, the way we receive God's grace. 
it is because of who he is he continues to love as jesus says he causes sun to rise on good and bad men alike and he causes the rain to fall on good uh, honest and dishonest people god from his side is pure love pure kindness pure mercy he showers unconditionally everything the only difference is from our side from our side the way we receive the graces of god you know the parable of the sower you know the the sower goes sowing seeds everywhere very generously sows seeds some fall in the, in the in the, you know, the rocky grounds and some the footpath and some in fertile grounds it kind of shows the sower sows seeds generously the only difference that can make it is the ground is the ground and if it falls in the rocky ground it doesn't really have any fruit but in a fertile uh, ground it produces much fruit and those grounds actually are hearts uh, representing our hearts where when we turn to him in humble contrite heart we receive the graces of god much more and it produces fruit sometimes when our hearts are hardened that uh, you know we become like a rocky ground that it doesn't uh, produce fruit the gospel of john in the the first chapter john brings it out beautifully that the law came through G- uh, moses but grace and truth has come through jesus and from the fullness of jesus we have all received grace upon grace grace upon grace and that's something we uh, let that truth to actually transform our, transform our hearts because god sent his son while we are sinners uh, and that he sent his son to die for us and to give us his grace and mercy while we are sinners as st paul would say in the letter to the romans that we all have failed we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and therefore we all stand in the need of god's mercy and so god loves us unconditionally pours his grace the only difference can make it is the way that we receive his graces and blessings it's a good way to test it out is to actually um, you know just to uh, um, check our hearts when we fail into fall into sin or when someone has fallen into sin how do we treat ourselves or how do we treat that person or uh, in other words we can also look at the other end as well when we receive the blessings and favors of god or someone else receives the favors of god how do we see that do we see that as a merit or just be completely open to rejoice in his grace and uh, the ingratitude rejoice in that gift so and so jesus when he says uh, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect is really saying enter into that realm of grace where god loves you and shows his blessings and graces upon you freely as an undeserved gift unconditionally and so when we allow that truth to transform us and it actually transforms the way we deal with the people around us
the, the, to those who are not so good to us, those we find challenging to love, and those who uh, in some ways are our enemies, how do we deal with them? It depends how we let the grace of God to deal in our hearts and that in some ways that flows to them as well. And again, we must remember that Jesus has given us the grace saying, whosoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. So when we love our enemies and when we pray for those who persecute us, what we are seeing actually we are letting that grace of God, which is unconditional, to touch that enemy, those who persecute us, so that that person is actually transformed too. So let's uh, pray for this, uh, the, the truth of uh, God's grace to transform us and to, just to flow through us uh, in the ways that we deal and uh, relate with those around us.